some weird news to get us started today, and I'm sure you've heard this by now because <laughs> pretty well widespread news, but an Alaskan Airlines flight made an emergency landing on Friday afternoon after one of the plane's windows blew out. And it's basically a section of the fuselage. It's like where a door would go, but they had the uh, door patched in, you know. There's like the space enough for a door to be there. Uh, the Portland uh, to Ontario, California flight had to land 35 minutes after takeoff due to the incident. Uh, witnesses say their phones and other personal belongings were sucked out of the missing window and a child had to be held in his seat by his mother. Wow, is that spooky. One passenger taken to the hospital following the incident. Alaska Airlines temporarily grounded all Boeing 737-9 aircraft on Friday as a precaution. I posted it online this weekend, and hopefully you saw that, but uh, it's just kind of a reminder that we should maybe check what kind of jet we're going to fly when we go on vacation, huh? Uh, my heart goes out to those who are on the flight. I am so sorry that, for what you experienced. I am so grateful for the response of our pilots and flight attendants. That's the quote from uh, Ben Minicucci from uh, Alaska Airlines. What a spooky thing. Um, a JetBlue flight. Guess we have all the uh, airline news today. A JetBlue flight bound from uh, Fort Lauderdale to Boston had to make an unplanned stop in Orlando last week because of a disturbance by a passenger who claimed to be the devil passenger. <laughs> Guy thinks he's the devil, and evidently he kind of uh, started behaving that way. Say the man was making threats and started hitting a woman that he boarded with. She was put in a bathroom uh, by, fight, uh, by flight attendants, but the man then began hitting the bathroom door to try to get to her. Wow. The unruly passenger taken into custody in Orlando. The other passengers had to exit the plane and then wait for a new crew. The flight then resumed, and the plane finally landed in Boston just before 5 a.m. on local time. <laughs> Talk about a long diversion on your flight, huh? Bizarro stuff. What else do I have for you? Hopefully something besides uh, airline news. Oh, this is interesting. Riders on an Australian roller coaster was uh, trapped for for hours due to a stray scarf. This uh, 200-foot-tall DC Rivals Hyper Coaster considered one of the tallest and fastest in the uh, Southern Hemisphere. The ride was stopped on Friday as it began to ascent due to a scarf dangling around the uh, train wheel. The guests were helped off the ride and down the lift uh, hill back to the loading station as a precaution, so they got all the riders off. But evidently they were worried about maybe this wheel popping off the track. The evacuation took three hours the ride was reopened the following day after they got the scarf out of there. All right, Mac, what's in the weird news? Uh, sheriff's officials in St. Clair County, Alabama, are holding a man in jail after he allegedly crashed his vehicle into a pole outside of the Bass Pro Shop in Leeds, Alabama. <laughs> I had this story yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah. Then stripped naked repeating. and jumped in the pond inside the store. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Happened just before 9 p.m. on Bass Pro Boulevard, yeah. 
Bass Sounds Pros, fun. they have these giant aquariums right in the middle of the store if you've ever been to one. And, uh, I yeah. mean, uh, they – I went to school in Springfield, Missouri, which was kind of a hometown place for Bass Pro, and the, the aquarium's like almost two stories tall. I just imagine this guy doing a cannonball into the thing. What George, a nut job. George Owens taken into custody, charged with public lewdness, disorderly conduct, secondary assault, yeah. resisting arrest, and reckless endangerment. Way to go, Ace. Yeah, how's it going? Uh, parks officials in Canada urging drivers not to allow moose to lick their cars. It sounds strange, but it is a, a valid warning. Okay. Here's the deal. It's absolutely necessary because moose are walking into the roads and getting killed. Motorists in snowy Canada keep slowing down and stopping on highways to allow the moose to lick the road salt off of their cars because the large animals love it. They're getting their salt. It's just like a salt lick for a cow, right? Parks Canada spokesperson Tracy McKay says, unfortunately, this kind of puts moose at risk of being injured or killed if they get hit by a vehicle. The more motorists that slow down for the moose, the more likely it is that the animals will lose their fear of the road. And it should be a little fear going the other way, too, because if you're driving down the road and a moose goes through your windshield, it can cause a variety of damages. <laughs> Mackie. Yeah, true. Yeah, kind of like the old line from uh, Rocky there. You ever been licked by a moose, Rock? <laughs> <laughs> Parks officials trying to figure out other ways to keep moose from walking onto the road. But for now, all they could do is just warn drivers, don't let them lick your car. This seems like a good idea. <laughs> A man who police threat, a man who police say threatened to kill an Airbnb a guest in Layton, Utah, has been arrested and charged. Authorities say Thomas Murphy had been drinking all day. When he became enraged, he realized a father and his and her young daughter uh, were staying in an Airbnb that shared a wall with the one he was staying at. Okay. He allegedly banged on the door separating the two units, holding a gun and threatening to kill the man. What? He also reportedly smashed windows, destroyed a wooden handrail in the unit. Murphy faces several charges, including making threats of violence and carrying a dangerous weapon under the influence of alcohol. Because he didn't know that they were going to be there as guests, too? I guess. Sounds like an outstanding candidate for sober curious. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, introduce him to that line of thought. <laughs> uh, sometimes things get lost in the mail. They're not really lost, you know what I mean? Uh, case in point is a letter that Oregon, an Oregon family just got in their mail. Eighty years after it was put in the mail, the letter, which was addressed to Lewis and Lavena George of DeKalb, Illinois, was sent in 1943, but it never made it to the couple. It had somehow gotten lost in the DeKalb post office and wasn't found until recently when workers discovered it. They figured out that it never reached the people, never reached the couple, because the mailing address on the envelope had a street name but no house number. It was before house numbers even. Okay, yeah. The wow. postal worker just knew, well, you know, the DeKalbs, they live right there. Yeah, they're right on Rose Street or whatever. Lewis and Lavena George have passed away, but a worker was able to track down Grace Salazar a relative who lives in Portland, Oregon, and she shared the letter with the couple's daughter. 
Jeanette George. She said, a message from the past seemingly showing up out of nowhere. That's pretty incredible. Everybody was just like, my God, you know, gobsmacked. Just like, what is this? The letter was from a cousin who wrote to express condolences to the couple who had sadly lost their first child to cystic fibrosis. Jeanette said, I got emotional about it. I mean, losing a child is always horrific. Yeah. I'll say. Jeanette George said, it's uh, just sort of put me in, in touch with my parents' grief and the losses my family went through before I was even born. Made a connection for her emotionally about sure the uh, the sibling she never really got to know. Right. Wow, what a deal. What a story. All right, Mac, it's 19 past 7 now on a Wednesday morning. A suspected street racer is out on bail following his arrest on Saturday. Bexar County deputies in Texas arrested Leonard Estrada for racing with with a child improperly restrained in the back seat. Deputies spotted Estrada's Porsche and another car racing along I-10 at speeds of over 100 miles an hour. Well, there you go. It's a dangerous deal. They pulled Estrada over. The other car got away. The six-year-old in the back seat was wearing a seatbelt but was not in a child safety seat. Wow. Estrada charged with racing on the highway, child endangerment, and deputies seized his Porsche. Yeah. Which seems like maybe that's more important to this dude. <laughs> Evidently than the child in the back seat. He's probably going to lose the kid, too. I mean, child endangerment charges are huge. Man. Uh, Arizona Animal Shelter lost our home pet Rescue, that's that's the name of it, Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. They posted a riveting case of paw and order, you might say, Mackie, on their <laughs> Facebook page. Jody Polanski, the founder of the shelter, received an alert that the security system was triggered late one night. Get this. They got security cameras, of course. Security cameras show a dog named King escaping his kennel, opening a door with his paw. And the motive? He was looking for extra food. Sure he was. A responding police officer can be seen arriving on the scene. King seems to want to play or go for a walk, which, of course, yeah, dogs do. Yeah. But a responding officer put King back into his kennel and helped him clean up the mess. (laughs) Case solved, I guess. That was uh, the issue from the police department. Yeah, dogs got it figured out sometimes. They... uh, they figure out how to open doors. They figure out how to uh, unplug things around the house. There's all kinds of videos online about what dogs can and can't do. Motivation. Pretty good motivation, yeah. Yeah. Bacon, 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 He bacon, knows the bacon, food's bacon. behind that door. <laughs> Speaking of food, a Texas restaurant is doing what it can to persuade free agent pitcher Jordan Montgomery to stay with the Rangers. He was a good pitcher this year. The Rangers won the World Series. They'd like to keep him around. He's a free agent. Hurtado Barbecue is offering Montgomery free barbecue for the rest of his life if he stays with the team in Arlington. That's quite an enticement, especially if you know the guy likes it. Yeah, owner Brandon Hurtado said in a social video over the weekend that he's totally serious about the offer. MLB Network's been reporting that Montgomery would like to resign with the Rangers, but the free agent pitchers will, will command top dollar, so... Top dollar and free barbecue might be 
Yeah. It puts him over the top. Be interesting to see this maybe pop up on a contract demand now down the line from somebody else saying, you know what, if you guys want to keep me around here, you got to match what that guy was offered. Free barbecue. Free barbecue for life. <laughs> That's a pretty good deal. Uh, three people in Taiwan. You're not going to believe this, Mac. Three people in Taiwan were recently hospitalized after eating laundry pods. Oh, boy. And they didn't even do it as part of an ill-conceived TikTok video challenge. Okay. That had nothing to do with this one. All three people who got violently ill, yeah, as you can imagine, after eating the detergent pods, actually received them in the mail as part of a bizarre election giveaway from a candidate running for president in the country. The three-pack of laundry pods came in clear packaging with a photo of the Nationalist Party candidate, Hu Yui, a reminder uh, to vote for him is on the package, okay. and instructions on how to use the pods. Despite the instructions, one of the sickened constituents said that they thought the pods were candy and ate them. They thought the pods were candy. Yeah. I mean, it says clearly on it how to use it for cleaning your laundry, obviously. As soon as you put a big wad of soap in your mouth, don't you know it's not candy? <laughs> wow. A campaign spokesperson, uh, spokesperson said, in the next wave of house-to-house -house visits, we will not distribute this kind of campaign material. I bet. We will also stress to our villagers through our grassroots organizations that they are laundry balls, not candies. It seems like they kind of identified them up front as that. Right. Wow. Mackie, where are you going with the weird news today? A Lincoln, Nebraska liquor store was robbed at gunpoint by a suspect wearing a shower curtain. Police say they got a 911 call just before 1 o'clock at Mum's Liquor reporting the robbery. An unidentified man who was wearing all black with a curtain on top is accused of going behind the counter and pointing a gun at the store clerk demanding money took an undeclared amount of money and left. No injuries reported, but the shower curtain was recovered. <laughs> so there'll be DNA on the shower curtain almost well, for Probably, sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, be somebody there it. in Lincoln is getting into Like, honey, where's our shower curtain? I, I don't know. <laughs> what are you asking me for? <laughs> Bizarre. A Subway customer in Stewart, Florida, walked into a sandwich shop. Ordered a foot-long sub, just the way he likes it. Yeah. Well, almost just the way he likes it. Cops got uh, cops say that 54-year-old Alberto De Barros, he uh, watched his sandwich being made, had no problem with it, until he unwrapped it and noticed that the foot-long hadn't been cut in half. Well, that's the end of the world, I guess, Mac. You Set may, him over the edge? You maybe don't think it's a big deal, but then again, you're not Alberto De Barros. Yeah. The man went crazy, started shouting at the sandwich maker, then picked up his uncut footlong, threw it at her, striking her in the mid-to-lower body section, it says here. DeBarros left the shop, was followed out by the worker who took a photo of his license plate. Yeah. Police were called. They were able to track DeBarros down. He admitted to getting angry about his sandwich, not being cut in half but told them that he thought that he threw it at the counter and not at the worker. He was arrested and charged with battery. Yeah. 
You wish you could just say he was arrested and charged with being an idiot. <laughs> right. There's got to be some new laws on the books about being stupid. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. A man who spent 40 years in federal prison for robbing banks is back behind bars on suspicion of robbing another bank. The 71-year-old man is accused of robbing a bank in Sun Valley on December 21st, but the LAPD did not release details until Tuesday. Investigators say he allegedly grabbed an employee and threatened to shoot him if he wasn't let into the secure area of the bank. Oh, man. He kind of knows what he's doing. He allegedly left with more than $60,000 in cash. The man who has four prior bank robbery convictions has been out of prison on supervised release since 2021. So 40 years in federal prison, 71 years old. You know, uh, the good news, probably a potential job opening for Pete Carroll and Nick Saban. (laughs) They're both 71. Uh Uh-huh. 72. 72, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a future ahead. Yeah, bank robbery. (laughs) A diehard soap opera fan in uh, Massachusetts, this is bizarre, got herself into a real soap opera scenario and is now uh, facing attempted murder charges. This is crazy all the way around. 64-year-old Roxanne Doucette, a big fan of the Bold and Beautiful show, accused of trying to poison her 73-year-old husband because she believed soap opera star Thorsten K. asked her to do it. Ah. The drama started December 3rd. Paul Doucette fell ill after eating a bowl of soup and went to the hospital. The couple's daughter suspected something wasn't right, believed her mother may have poisoned her father. So the daughter starts to get suspicious of mom. Right. Where do you get that from? She especially grew suspicious after seeing text messages on her mother's phone from someone named Thorsten, asking her to send him money and urging her to get rid of her husband. Then after her father recovered, he told her that the last thing he remembered before getting very sick was eating a bowl of soup that Roxanne made him and that it tasted very bitter. The Thorsten on her phone was not the real bold and beautiful star. Surprising. He was a scammer who made her believe that he was the actor and bilked her out of 8000 bucks. it says here. Holy cow. Her daughter contacted police. They questioned Roxanne, who admitted to texting with the Thorsten, uh, but uh, denied poisoning her husband. But when officers asked for her phone, she refused and kicked the officer in the groin. Ah, Uh, Roxanne is now under arrest, has been charged with intimidation of a witness, resisting arrest, assault, battery of a police officer, and attempted murder. Yeah, it's a long list. Wow. And the saddest part maybe of all, well, I I mean, it's incredibly sad that she poisoned her husband. The saddest part of the sad part is that she got scammed in the process. Right. What is happening in the weird news today? The Multoma County Medical Examiner's Office in Portland, Oregon, is admitting it made a mistake last September when it declared Portland resident Tyler Chase dead of a drug overdose. Oh, whoops. They gave the family his urn containing ashes that belonged to a stranger. Oh, weird. They tell KPTV they discovered the mistake on December 18th and, and notified the family. Tyler's in substance abuse recovery... Uh, has been for months. The dead stranger was carrying Tyler's stolen wallet. Oh. The temporary Oregon license inside the wallet was used to identify the body. 
A medical examiner's office is not naming the stranger, but they are promising to change uh, identification procedures. Yeah. Well, you go with what you have on a situation like that. They're going off an ID that they found on the body. Right. But, but yeah, maybe uh, check with the family first and say, where's the last time you saw him? Do you know anything you know his whereabouts? Family doesn't even know that he's alive? That's, that's interesting. Yeah, that's bizarre. I wonder if that, you know, I kind of think in my head the Multnomah County Examiner's Office just sent out an emoji, the shrugging emoji. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Son's, uh, son's still alive. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, Air Canada flight scheduled to take off from Toronto for Dubai. Now, this is this is not the door falling off the plane like we've had in the news this week with the fuselage falling apart. This is different. This is a human interaction here. And Air Canada flight scheduled to take off from Toronto for Dubai, delayed six hours after a passenger boarded the plane, inexplicably opened a cabin door, which he then fell out of. Oh, my gosh. No kidding. Airline uh, officials say that the passenger boarded the aircraft normally. Boarding the cabin operating procedures were followed. But instead of taking his seat, he proceeded to open a cabin door and fell out of the plane, landing about 20 feet below the on the tarmac. Yeah, that's, that's a hard landing. That's hurt. Yeah. <laughs> He suffered unspecified injuries, which required emergency medical services. Yeah, I'm guessing so. The plane took off for Dubai six hours later after they got through that whole ordeal. Wow. Oh, Guy that... has never been on a plane before. He thinks like, oh, this is the door to the uh, side wing. I wonder where the bar is in this place. Yeah, that first step's a doozy. <laughs> Man. <laughs> The city of Downey, California, is fining a restaurant more than $4,000, claiming its servers are wearing uniforms that are too revealing. Uh-oh. Spokesman for Ojos Locos says the restaurant, uh, Ojos Locos, is that crazy eyes, I think? I guess. I uh, will fi- will file an appeal and hopes to be reimbursed for the fine. Waitresses wear T-shirts that are cut into tank tops and short skirts. The city says it's a violation of the dress code for people handling food. Uh, we should probably book me a ticket. I'm going to get to the bottom no, of this, I don't Dan. think this is a good uh, idea. You better stay at home. Send me out to Downey, California. We'll let the officials there handle it, I think. I want to find out. This is important. I think you need to stay home, Mackie. <laughs> you got business here. Yeah, Deb would probably agree. You should maybe yeah. stay home. New York City has issued emergency work orders following the discovery of a secret tunnel under a Brooklyn synagogue. This is, you know, like yeah, a little, something, I heard uh, a little bit about this. this something a, from a movie or something. Strange one. Some Jewish community members believe a smaller faction of young religious members dug the tunnel. Officials say that the neighboring structures will be stabilized, and the synagogue has been sighted. On Monday, nine men were arrested during an altercation involving the secret tunnel. The arrested men are being charged with uh, criminal mischief and reckless endangerment, among other charges that came from the incident. Not surprisingly, one of the uh, guys' name was Hogan. (laughs) 